This is a Cato Special podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. Congressional action in addressing the economic damage brought by the novel coronavirus appears to misunderstand the nature of the economic downturn. Chris Edwards directs tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. He says goosing demand with cash payments while trying to stem losses for many businesses won't do a whole lot when governments have also mandated the closure of those businesses that provide the supply to keep the economy moving. We spoke yesterday. Well, the the government, the federal government was initially caught flat-footed and indeed uh, had a, a lot of, uh, they blocked the private sector response. Most famously, the FDA uh, restricted private testing for coronavirus, which everyone realizes now was a big mistake. So the Trump administration was slow initially, but they have reversed course and they are doing some good deregulation now to let the private sector respond. But right now, Congress is proposing a one and a half trillion dollar or so sort of stimulus bill. Republicans and Democrats are, are fighting over what the contents of that are. I think a lot of the money will be wasted. Um, the uh, the parties have agreed to mail out twelve hundred dollar checks to every uh, uh, family in the country. I think that's uh, uh, every family under a certain income level. I think that's a mistake. That sort of demand stimulus, but the economy doesn't need more demand now. It needs to bring supply or production back online. The, I think the the focus ought to be on. Uh, allowing American businesses to open and operate if they can do so in a safe manner. The government's responsibility should be to make testing as widely available as possible and to pull out all the stops in terms of the private business production of safety equipment and masks and all kinds of other equipment that's needed for American businesses to operate safely. So uh, what should the government be doing uh, with respect to supply? Uh, well, there's a lot of... And when, you say, uh, and when you say supply, of course, you're, you're referring to productive capacity uh, to enable the exchanges that this $1,200 that so many Americans are going to receive uh, would other, would, is not facilitating because, as you say, there is uh, not as much production uh, being undertaken. That's right. So 15 states now have mandated that virtually all businesses close. I think that's uh, that's uh, um, I think that's a mistake. I think we that that's that is central planning. Uh, the, the governments don't know which businesses can or cannot operate safely, and um, they can't decide which businesses are essential and non-essential because you know essential businesses like grocery stores and hospitals and the like. Um, have all kinds of inputs like, you know, chemicals and plastic from other industries. So I think that's a, that's a, a mistake doing that. I think that the government should um, help supply safety equipment, provide testing to allow American businesses to open safely when they think they can. The government should deregulate to allow the healthcare system uh, to respond flexibly. Uh, there has been some of this. There's been deregulation on telemedicine. There's been some deregulation on occupa occupational licensing rules. There's been some relaxation of so-called certificate of need laws uh, in some states. Uh, those, those laws in the past have restricted whether hospitals and other healthcare providers are allowed to add beds and machines and the like. They've had, there's been regulatory hurdles 
uh, for them to increase, you know, their, their hospital supplies. So those laws ought to be repealed. Cato, the Cato Institute's proposed a bunch of deregulations that the federal and state governments uh, ought to pursue uh, to allow the private sector here to respond as efficiently as possible. Whenever there is some sort of uh, tragedy that, that captures national attention, and this one has like uh, like nothing else, really, um, members of Congress, whenever they're called upon to issue some uh, legislation to deal with that or address that issue, it often ends up being uh, some sort of wish list. To what extent are we seeing that right now? Well, there's no doubt the uh, the, the battles over Republicans and Democrats uh, in Congress now, a lot of it has to do with extra pork that some members have wanted to put into these uh, stimulus, emergency uh, stimulus legislation uh, that, that we're they're considering right now. So, for example, uh, the Democrats put all kinds of stuff like uh, extending solar solar power tax credits, uh, a bailout for the U.S. postal system, um, and uh, other sorts of things, and uh, requiring businesses to provide paid leave. Uh, those things are extraneous to the current uh, emergency legislation they're considering, and that is causing some uh, holdups. The, the Democrats generally want to steer subsidies to individuals through unemployment insurance, uh, as well as sending more subsidies to hospitals, which is, I think, reasonable. Republicans want um, the more uh, spending uh, to businesses. They've got uh, $25 billion in there to bail out the airlines, which I'm against. I think if we're going to help uh, businesses uh, weather this crisis, the the loans ought to be uh, equal for all industries. And there is some justification for that because um, many big states like California and New York have mandated the closure of business. You know, the government is forcing a lot of these businesses to close and lose revenues. So I suppose there is some justification for short term and temporary uh, aid so that businesses don't uh, crater and go bankrupt. Chris Edwards directs tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.